want to thank Paul and Tony and Hometown Sounds for uh, inviting us here. Pretty amazing. And, uh, and Kennedy Center, of course. But I've seen a few of these things, and uh, Hometown Sounds is a great... Is it insulting to call them an institution? All right, I'll just say this. They should be institutionalized. Oh, we're crazy, all right. Crazy about DC music. Like Desdemona's on the Hometown Sounds podcast. Faithful listeners, congratulations for finding your way back to the Hometown Sounds podcast. We show you how DC rocks. I am Paul Vodra. I am Tony Pareco. And that was a really fun song. That was The South Will Never Rise Again by Desdemonas. It comes from their self-titled debut album that came out on In The Red Records back in December of 2017. The thing about that song is that if you live in the South, I mean, there needs to be an understood asterisk that they are talking about pre-civil war south i'm totally cool with just you know like why the south doesn't need to be down you can stand up here with us like i mean it needs to be understood because otherwise it's a blanket message but you don't get a a hook as catchy as the south will never rise again whereas a pre-antebellum south will never rise again yeah there's definitely some confrontation going on in that song really really fun 
That band features Jackie Cougar on vocals, Swan Hicks on drums, Mark Cisneros on guitar, Joe H on bass, and Paul V. Not me, though. Another Paul V. There are not very many Paul V's in the world. Uh, he's playing the Farfisa organ. Is this something you spend time looking up about how many Paul V's there are in the world? <laughs> no, I don't think I've ever done that. There aren't that many Pauls. Like, I went through a lot of school without having any other Pauls in my kidding? class. It's a very... You think, you think it's a common name, I know, but I think that, uh, you know, when my parents were naming me, there weren't a whole lot of Pauls. Pauly Shore? Mm, yeah, I mean, but I didn't go to school with that guy, thank God. <laughs> hey, yo, he comes from a comedy dynasty. <laughs> oh, boy. No, I mean, his mom, Mitzi, ran the comedy store. <laughs> you know some Pauly Shore trivia. Oh, actually, um, my friend Ashley, she had jury duty last week, and I asked her if she watched uh, Pauly Shore's jury duty to prep for it. Wakey, wakey. <laughs> now it's time for your eggs and bakey. <laughs> you should go see Desdemona's next Friday, the 16th of March. Brace yourself. We're going to say a swear word. At the Fuck South by Southwest DC Showcase, which I can totally get behind that sentiment. Uh, there are a few other bands playing it. And unfortunately, one of them was supposed to be our friends Light Beams. We love, love, love. And there was a scheduling conflict and they had to not be in that show, which is a bummer because Light Beams is fantastic and you should go see them. But I'm sure that all the other bands are going to be really great. I feel a little bit bad that I I kind of missed this band. I knew of them and I sort of knew that they were a DC band, but I did not catch this release when it came out. And the reason that it caught my ear, in addition to this show that's coming up, that's the, the timing is, is great for us to play it this week. Also, I was looking at my email, and I'm on this email list from a, a comic book author who lives in London, whose name is Kieran Gillen, and he's very into music. He did this comic book series called Phonogram, which is all about music and magic, and he, he almost became a, a music critic and journalist, but instead went into comics. What an almost. I know, yeah. And he sends out this weekly email newsletter and, you know, he talks about his writing and, you know, what's going on with his role playing game stuff and whatever. But he also will plug some songs and he plugged this song and he says, it's a relentless swagger of Mysterions meets fall garage rumble, which I love from the opening. But then at two minutes and 16 seconds after a string of repeating the title, the organ hits the high note and there's the most perfectly timed ha ha and it becomes godlike. That's very good writing. And I will say just that reference to Question Mark and the Mysterians, unlike The South Will Never Rise Again, the big hit by Question Mark and the Mysterians, 96 Tears, Yep, that is a song that all through my childhood, I remember thinking, I don't know what the hell he's saying. It just <laughs> sounds like 96 Tears. Yeah. And I, I thought maybe he was singing about a car, but then I was like, 96, this song's from the 60s. Right. Is he singing about songs from the future? <laughs> this band is called Question Mark and the Mysterians. Seems within the realm of possibility. <laughs> there are misheard song lyrics and then there are song lyrics that you just have no idea what the words are right at all yep and 96 tears is one of them mm-hmm. yeah and the south will never rise again is not one of them and uh also i think what's really really rad about dave simonis is that they are signed to in the red records who they have a ton of great artists on that label like the dirt bombs chain and the gang the ty siegel band who is fantastic and was really blowing up the shop mm-hmm. a few years back. I yep. like saying blowing up the shop. That makes things sound like real <laughs> local and shop class. And keep your <laughs> fingertips, boys and girls. <laughs> and uh, also DC expats, Kid Congo and the Pink Monkey Birds. Mm, love those guys. And let's hear some more music. Now we have a soon-to-be-released song by Time is Fire. P.S. It's Fire. <laughs> 
First track from Stories Untold, the upcoming third EP by Time Is Fire. That song was called A Ajaba, E Y space A J A B A. Hey, you did a good job. Thank you. That means Oh I Wonder in Farsi. This three song EP comes out on Friday, March 16th on Electric Cowbell Records, which is the label run by Jim Thompson, drummer of Time Is Fire and also books world influence music throughout the area under the banner of Multiflora Productions. I love seeing Jim Thompson around town. He just has a very hip style oh, and yeah. outfit choices. Yep. I don't I don't really believe in hats. I don't think <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I don't think they exist. That's true. 100% true. Sorry Bob Boylan. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Jim Thompson often has one and he's someone. See, and I, I don't even I don't even like the phrase he pulls it off. I mean, that yep. is that is really what I mean, but I'm really like, nah, like that's a nice outfit, man. That's really, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and I feel like his shows are probably the most interesting in DC. Um, you know, I love seeing them go by my Facebook feed and click interested, and then I go to some of them and 
and you're like, I have no idea what this is. I have no idea where this is from. Never heard anything like this before. It's very cool. Also, there's no pretense whenever I see him. He is just working the door, yep. pulling people in. And there's no, mm, this is the stuff that I'm just like, me, me, me. Right. No, just a hardworking dude bringing interesting stuff to the masses. Absolutely. So the lead singer of this band, Kamyar Arsani, credits some of the group's intensity to the atmosphere of his adopted hometown. Uh, he says, I'm from Tehran, the capital of Iran, a city I thought was tense before I came to D.C. I come here and people are going down this fast paced highway in their head every day. Whoa. <laughs> I know. In their head. <sighs> I mean, I've never been to Tehran. I imagine that's got to be a pretty interesting place. Uh, I mean, not that D.C. isn't, but that seems like a crazy comparison to make. So there are some upcoming Time is Fire gigs that we would like for you to know about. Saturday, April 14th, they're playing at Comet Ping Pong with Raw Silk from Baltimore and Headroom from New Haven, Connecticut. But those are a couple of -of out-of-town bands. So we think you should go to this other show instead, which is on Saturday, April 28th. At Rock and Roll Hotel with Loy Loy, Mundy, and a Brooklyn band called (laughs) Nihiloceros. Yeah, so what happened there was I was really just I, I saw the band name and I was like, what am I going to do here? And then I just I was like, Paul picked it right up. Yep. Thanks. I thought I was going to read that because I actually prepped for it. I actually like spelled it out in my head and was like, that's a funny band name. I just well, I wanted to jump in because I wanted to give a shout out to Loy Loy, who I'm a big fan of. Yeah. So that's that's what I get for trying to be a good cheerleader. I'm going to put down my pom poms. <laughs> but we have more music for you. Speaking of pom poms, who's up next? <laughs> next is the Internal Frontier. He was a cold cowboy with a six shooter running the night. And no, he didn't give a damn about the preacher or the preacher's wife. So he took his cigarette and he threw it on the floor. And he lit up the bottle that he stole from the liquor store. To even up the score, only man wants a war. So he burned that ghost down, down to the underground.
That was The Internal Frontier with a new unreleased song called Ghost Town Underground. Good band name because a frontier is like the outskirts of something. But if it's inside, it's like exploring your inner boundaries. Oh, man. You're deep. Yeah. Well, actually, well, also what I think is very deep is that the song is about burning someone and lots of things down to the underground. You have to burn something really far down because you're not just burning it to the ground. You're going deeper. Yeah. So we're talking like blowing out like a mine shaft kind of burning something down. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, you can pick up that song on their Bandcamp page. And there is also a lyric video for it on YouTube. So if you really want to focus on the lyrics. And I think that it's it's actually, Paul, this is your idea that we take a look at that music video. Because I just... I. I, I got a notification about this band and this song, and I remember thinking, man, what a cool minor key acoustic guitar driven jam and didn't pay much mind to the lyrics at all. But it's kind of twisted yeah. Uh, if you listen to it. Also, relatedly, on the subject of minor key acoustic guitar driven jams, I, I mean, the only other song that sort of immediately comes to mind is Everlast's What It's Like. Mm-hmm. And... Sometimes I'll be in the car with a friend and uh, this is kind of related to what I said about last episode, which is if if someone is giving you the gift of their company, you don't often question the uh, the media and the entertainment choices. Oh, yeah. But sometimes when I'm riding with this particular friend, he'll put on the FM radio. Oh, boy. And he'll stop by DC 101 to see what's going on. And what is going on in DC 101? Well, so frequently, Everlast's what it's like. Oh, God. And, well, what, what's kind of really crazy about it is that, man, they are playing... DC 101 is playing it really safe these days with the FCC because there are all kinds of non-cuss words <laughs> in what it's like that they have edited out. So, like, uh, you see Big Macs making fat stacks on the corner with, and it'll just be... Whoop, <laughs> and uh i mean i think the word gun is edited out or Ooh. cold 45 all bottom line it's just very strange to hear like every other like couplet there'll be like a word that and it, it kind of just the sound is kind of like a record scratch yeah now also what i was just kind of thinking about when i was a little kid i remember one thing i would do is i would have a, a cd player and i would pretend to be a dj mm-hmm and I remember playing around and putting on Green Day's Dookie. And then after after a song would be over, I would pretend to be a radio DJ. Oh, yeah. And I would say, and that was Green Day with Basket Case. <laughs> and I, I don't know. It, it's sort of the only connection I have to some kind of childhood activity and something I do now. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I will say that I am a little bit older than you. And the thing that this particular song made me really think of what with the both the, the vocal styling and the sort of vaguely Western lyrics were, were very dramatic, really made me think of Bon Jovi. I did definitely get that sort of like... Uh... Oh, <laughs> uh, I do hear you on that. But also, I was just kind of thinking about with, you know, DC 101 and, um, you know, just sort of local news. And I'm just curious what it's like, <laughs> what it's like, um, <laughs> what it's like to to be an FM radio DJ or be like a local newscaster mm-hmm. in this era where these are our borderline bygone media. Right. Like, I mean, no, these are still jobs that I would kill to have. Oh yeah. Sort of. Yeah. But, it, but there's still kind of like an amount of cringeworthy 
kind of shame yeah. to it. I mean, I'm kind of projecting, but I'm just like, oh, you know, like who's getting up to watch the traffic report at like 4 a.m. on NBC, like the local NBC affiliate. Yeah. 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 And with like being a, an FM DJ, you know, you'd want to play some of the cool stuff we're playing. You'd want to play the South will never rise again and stuff like that. And uh, your bosses would say, nope, it's time to play some more Everlast. But we have some more music for you. And next up, we have Elizabeth the Second. Destroyed my self-esteem It's worn and I'm easing Feel it suffocating You raise me from the dead You raise me from my bed Those sheets seem so thin and I
That was Lonely, the debut single by Elizabeth II. If you head over to their Bandcamp, you can get both the regular version you just heard and the acoustic version in your life. Elizabeth II is fronted by Beth Cannon. You might have seen her around. She has very distinctive bright blue hair. And we certainly saw her last week at the Ben Tufts and Friends Police Tribute Show. That is right. At Gypsy Sally's. And uh, she got on stage. And at this point, Ben was on stage with like six other musicians. And uh, they were all on the younger side. And I was there with a friend. And he said to me, it was sort of a loaded question. He was like, sorry, Tony, you know any of these people? Just, <laughs> and, and I looked at them all and I was like, it was a moment where I then felt really uncool. Because I was like, man, I used to know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> and, mm. but, then, but then Ben introduced Beth of Elizabeth II. And I was like, wait a minute. I've, ha- <laughs> I've had her in the queue for the podcast for like a few weeks now. And I was like, I do know someone up there, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> and uh i had this original note where i my original notes were badass and hot shot guitar playing both of those were responses to that track mm-hmm. yeah definitely uh i thought the bentos show went really really well um it was good that they they spaced it out to two nights i think a lot of people got to go and you know contribute and support and see a bunch of great musicians speaking of contributions someone wrote that guy a check for a thousand bucks <laughs> yeah I also really like, I mean, I know that, you know, what we do on this podcast is to celebrate original music made by people who live in this area. But, you know, I do love some covers every once in a while. And it's really fun to go see a show like that with, you know, police or tons of police songs and to see people in the audience really responding to specific songs for example, like I, at one point I looked over, there was an older guy who was just breaking it down for every little thing she does is magic. He was loving it. He was dancing up a storm. That's, and That just sounds like a gif. I know like, it like really a, was like, you know, just a total arms in the air for three seconds to be like, it's lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> that is how he was getting down. And it, it just made me happy to see how happy he was to see this. Cause you know, like you don't get to see that song performed live by the original people anymore. But the musicians that Ben had on stage were all amazingly talented, even like the really young ones, even the ones that were like 13 years old, 14 years old. You know, you you, you see them get on stage. And you're like, oh, boy, how's this going to be? And no, it's amazing. Uh, so one other note about Elizabeth II and the Ben Tufts show. These tracks were produced by Mark Williams, who was one of the performers mm-hmm. on the bill. And Mark Williams used to be in a police cover band. Well, that's perfect. Yeah. And well, actually, okay. So some some disclosure, I had some shoulder surgery back in December. And as a result, I had to bow out of this show just because it was just not the right move to be learning a bunch of police songs when really like just a little a little meh after that surgery. Oh, yeah. And uh, Mark Williams was ended up being the guy who filled in for me. Oh, and you couldn't ask for a better fill in than someone who used to be in a police cover van. <laughs> For the police tribute show. Yeah. Kind of perfect. Good job. All right. We have more music for you. Can you believe that? Next up, we have Cecily.
Hey, Paul, do you know what day we are recording this show on? I believe it is March 11th. Yep, that's 3-11. So I got to make it known that ever is the color of our energy. <laughs> 3-11 jokes are a hallmark of podcast humor. <laughs> At least ours. No, no, I'm dead serious across the board. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> but Paul, what color energy do you think that song's energy was? That was definitely aqua. I feel you on that. Real smooth, you know, just kind of like taking a dip. (laughs) Yep. That song was called Pisces, which is the new single by soul singer Cecily Bumbray. You can buy it now on her band camp. It was co-written by DC expat Diggs Duke, and it was produced by Jason brother Spanky Edwards and John Daisy of the group Columbia Knights. So a lot of DC stuff going on there. It is from her upcoming album Songs of Love and Freedom, which will be released on Friday, May 4th. I was thinking when I was listening to this song the first time that the the vibe that it was giving me was like a a 70s soul 
vibe with like the flute that was happening there and the really breathy soprano vocals. And the thing it, it brought me back to was Valerie Carter's late seventies version of the soul classic. Ooh, child, things are going to get easier. Not the first time we've referenced that song on this show. That is true. And I had not heard it. And then I got you to sing a little bit. Oh no. And I was wondering if you might do that again. Ooh, child, things are going to get easier. That's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. Thank you, Paul. You made my day. You made my 311. <laughs> yep. Cecily has a handful of live dates coming up. You can see her March 15th at the Rock and Roll Hotel as part of the Nine Songwriter Series, as you know, hosted by the illustrious Justin Trawick. She is also, this May, the artist in residency at the Strathmore Mansion. Nice. And uh, yes, she has live dates where she is performing May 9th and May 23rd. She has another date on May 16th, but it's actually a workshop. And uh, it's a singing and breathing workshop. Singing, she writes, is more than making sweet sounds. She leads this workshop, which explores the healing capabilities of singing. Through breathing and vocal exercises, improvisation, and group singing, participants learn tools for healing that can be both meditative and energizing. This workshop is intended for those with an interest in singing. However, all levels of singing experience are welcome. Including mine. Well, (laughs) I was actually just about to go there, Paul, because to me... This sounds like singing yoga or yoga for singers. Right. And I know that you're you're down with the yoga. I am. So, uh, I mean, between being in down with yoga and singing, which I just got you to do. All right. Maybe I can get you to sign up for this. <laughs> or, how, or how about you roll up with the drum kit you got upstairs? That sounds great. <laughs> That's I, very easy to roll up. I with. don't I don't think you, you mean that. No, I don't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> but I do mean that almost takes us to the end of this episode of the podcast. Nicely done, Thank sir. You. So we hope you have enjoyed listening to it. We hope that you will subscribe to it in the podcast app of your choosing. Also, here's what we're going to ask. If you listen to this show, thank you. And what would be so, so rad is if you told a friend about our show and, uh, you know, just, just try to pay it forward for us. You yeah. Know? And maybe if that friend like is not really big into podcasts, Maybe they don't really know that they have this app on their phone. Maybe you could just borrow their phone and launch the app, subscribe to us, hand it back and be like, you're welcome. Yep. And and by actually, there's a there's a song on the Moana soundtrack called You're Welcome. Yeah. That is sung by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And it goes something like, hey, it's OK to say you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you can you can say or sing you're welcome. There you go. To your friend who you're going to subscribe to this show for. If you are into social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, we are at Hometown Sounds. The website is hometownsoundsdc.com. You should go there and check out the music videos. We are also, of course, doing our twice weekly Don't Stay Home column for DC Music show picks. We try to get at least one for every single night of the week so that you cannot stay home and instead go out and have a good time. We have email, I guess. It's email. Uh, It's DJ at hometownsoundsdc.com. Drop us a line. Let us know what you think. But really, the important thing is to support all the musicians that you've heard on this podcast by buying their music. And seeing them play live. Yeah. So we have one last song for you, and it's by Kid Gusto. Now, this is a little bit of a stretch because Kid Gusto was uh, raised in D.C., got a start in D.C., and then moved to L.A. But he's one of those people, kind of like Odyssey and kind of like Natastrum, that have one foot still in D.C. They always, on their bios, they reference D.C. They like to collaborate with people in D.C. So we miss y'all, and we hope you'll come back and visit sometimes. So this is a new song called Woza Beat. 
Uh, this is the title track of an EP that came out last summer. And the reason that we're playing it now is because they just put out a remix EP with five of the songs from the EP remixed by other people, including Natastrum and DC's own Soul Power All-Stars. However, we're going to play you the original, Will's a Beat. And the really cool thing about this is it features HBDC, which stands for the Harry Bells of DC. We love the Harry Bells. We really do. Yeah, they're fantastic. So we love this song. We hope that you love this song. Thanks very much for listening. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Paul. And we will see you all next time. 